Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. You have won the victory. Hallelujah. You have won it all for me. Death could not hold you down. You you are the risen King Jesus. Hallelujah. Be thou exalted now in the heavens as your glory fills this place. You alone deserve our praise. You're the name above all names. Let all the other names fade away. Jesus, the Christ, Jesus, the living God, Jesus, Yeshua, HaMashiach, Jesus, take your place, God. That praises rise from the inside. Father, may you delight in the inside. Fill our lives from the inside, God. Set us on fire from the inside. Fill our hearts, hallelujah, until all they see, God, is you. And we, they, us together, we will glorify your name. Be thou glorified. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. We bless you in the name of the Lord. We bless each one of you that have joined the prayer call today. Our worship to our God is from our spirits, and we just bless our God today with everything that is within us. Amen. Again, we just say welcome. Welcome to you. We live a life that is empowered by our Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. So we just want to say thank you again for joining the call. Let me introduce you to our team that's lined up this morning. My name is Sister Charlene Tuckerson. I'm your facilitator. The leaders of our house at New Destiny Church are Bishop C. Carl Smith. And Pastor Adrian Smith, we say good morning, Bishop Smith and Pastor Adrian. We bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We also want to say good morning and send blessings to our prayer call controller, Sister Tanika Smother, who's doing double duty this morning. We bless you, sis, in the name of the Lord. We have Team Smalls leading out with us this morning. We say good morning to you. Our devotion leader will be brought by none other than Minister John Smalls. Our devotion, should I say, will be brought by none other than Minister John Smalls. How are you doing today, Minister John? I'm so well. And yourself? I'm well, too, sir. Thank you. And any prayer requests or praise reports that have been submitted will be offered up by Minister Sharon Smalls. Good morning to you, Sister Sharon. How are you doing? Good morning, and I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you, Minister Sharon. 
Well, without further ado, let's move forward. Minister John, we're ready for the devotion. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone. Before I get started, uh, if, if she's on the line, physically, I'd like to say good morning, Elder Heather. If not spiritually, good morning, Elder Heather. And for those of you who were not in attendance last night um, at the healing service, you missed it. You missed it. But there will be another one soon. But you missed it. And those of you that were online, that was great. But you needed to be in the house. So once again, good morning, everyone. Good morning. So this morning's topic, this morning's topic is we have the power. We have the power. We have the power. And we're going to talk about two kinds of power as a born-again believer, two kinds of power as a born-again believer. But let's open up in Scripture. And we're going to look at Matthew 6, as you were, Matthew 3.16. And we're going to look at it in the message. Matthew 3.16. And we're going to look at that in the message translation. And we're talking about power. Power. And it starts off like this. The moment. The moment Jesus came up out of the baptismal waters, the skies opened, and he, John, saw God's spirit. It looked like a dove descending and landing on him, him meaning Jesus. And along with the spirit, a voice saying, this is my son, chosen and marked by my love, the light of my life. That was powerful. Here it is, Jesus going through a process of being baptized and the Holy Spirit entering him. And God himself saying, I have chosen and marked him by my love. But there's a but here. And the but for me is this. Having the Holy Spirit and being loved by God himself does not exempt you from life's issues. You've you got to take that in. Having the Holy Spirit, being loved by God, does not exempt you from life's issue. What does that mean? Let's look at Matthew 4, 1, and here's what it says. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. There's so much meat on that bone. Here he is just being baptized, just being coordinated by, by God himself, by the Holy Spirit landing inside of him. 
and God speaking and saying, this is, this is the one that I've chosen. This is my son who I love. Now, this, this, the Holy Spirit is going to lead him for the next 40 days into the desert to be tempted by Satan himself. That tells me that the Holy Spirit knew what was going to happen. So for those of us who think that their issue is an unknown issue, it's only unknown to you, not the Holy Spirit. He knows what's going on. He's prepared for what's going to happen. And if you have that realization that you are not going to anything that the Holy Spirit doesn't know about, then you can walk into that desert, that issue, with confidence that you're not alone. So here he's being led by the Spirit to be tempted by Satan himself. And it says here in Luke 4, 13-14, it says, after he was tempted for those 40 days and fasted for those 40 days, here's what happened. And when the devil had ended every, the complete cycle of temptation, he temporarily left him, that is, stood off from him, until an, another more opportune and favorable time. Listen to this. It says, and when the devil had ended every, every temptation, it wasn't just one, it was every temptation. He came against Jesus with every temptation and was not successful because why? The Holy Spirit was in him, and Jesus knew the word. Then it says he temporarily, when you have an issue, and you have conquered that issue through the, through the Holy Spirit, it's only temporary. Because a new level is going to be a new devil. A new level is going to bring a new devil. So temporarily, Satan left him, stood off from him, until another more opportune, favorable time. He's coming back, so be prepared. But this is the great part right here. This is the, this is the, the great part. Then Jesus went back full of and under the power of the Holy Spirit. After those 40 days and 40 nights of fasting and being tempted, he went back into Galilee full and under the power of the Holy Spirit. The power is in the Holy Spirit. So this morning we're going to talk about two types of powers. The first one is going to be dunamis, the dunamis power. And this power represents the kind of power that is an inherent power, an inherent power. It flows from a person to give that person the ability to do the supernatural. And that word inherent, that means a permanent and cannot be separated from you type of power. 
a permanent and cannot be separated from you type of power. So at this point, Jesus coming out of the wilderness for 40 days, he hadn't done one miracle at this point, not one. But look at this. As time passed, if we look at Luke 8, the 46 in the Amplified, it says this about a woman who had an issue of blood. In one translation, it says here in, in Mark 5, it says, when, when she had heard, when she had heard of Jesus, she came and pressed behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be healed. First of all, she heard something. And what did she hear? She heard about his power. She heard about his miraculous healing. She heard about his teaching. She heard about the power of Jesus. And she's, in my imagination, is thinking, if he could do it for them, I know he can do it for me. So not only did she hear, she said. She heard. And she said, and not only did she hear and said, she also acted. Because when she touched Jesus, she was healed. Because here's what Jesus said. Someone did touch me. Someone did touch me. For I perceived that. And here's what... In essence, what he was saying, he said, I perceive that healing power has gone forth from me. He said, healing power has gone forth from me. All these people that were around him, he was going through a, a town and people were, wanted to see him, wanted to get his autograph, wanted him to do his miracles on them. But they didn't come with the type of faith that this woman did. They did not come with that type of faith. She came with a type of faith for healing. And that healing was drawn out of her. That tells me, that tells me by our faith we can touch or activate whatever power that we are seeking from Jesus if we have the faith for it. She was seeking healing power. What are you seeking that you need to touch the hem of his garment? What are you seeking that you need to touch him by getting on your knees and thinking, what do you need that can be activated simply by hearing, saying, and doing? The, the second kind of power is existing as power. And this is the power that is delegated authority. Delegated authority. And, and, and here in Matthew 8, 8 through 9, in the ERV, it says this, talking about the centurion soldier who came to Jesus, who had a servant who was ill and wanted Jesus to heal the servant. 
the officer said this, Lord, I am not good enough for you to come into my house. Me and you don't run like that. We are in two different crowds. You only need to give the order, and my servant will be healed. He said, you don't even need to come to my house. I'm not good enough for you to even come to my house. But there's one thing I do know. He said, I know this. I understand authority. I understand authority. He says, I understand authority. And God's word, he said, all that you get, get understanding. This gentleman said, I understand authority. He says, I can as a Roman soldier, I can tell my officers below me to do something, and they will do it. If I want a mission accomplished, I tell them to do it, and they go accomplish it. I have soldiers below me who are under my authority, who, who obey my command to get it done. And here he is saying that you... You have authority in your word. Like I have soldiers, you have your word to set it out and accomplish what you have sent it to do. So all you need to do is send your word and you will accomplish, you will accomplish my desire to have my servant healed. That is so powerful. That's the authority that this Roman soldier saw in Jesus, that Jesus had the authority not to go, but to send his word. Now, where does this authority come from? Where does it come from? Jesus told his disciples when they were talking, all authority, all power of absolute rule, not just here on earth, but in heaven and on earth, has been given to me by my Father. All. He wasn't limited to just earth. He wasn't limited to just heaven. He said, all authority in heaven and on earth was given to him. Now, this power, this authority that Jesus Christ had, he is now going to give it to his disciples. And listen to that word, disciples. In John 16, 7, the Amplifier says this, however, I'm telling you nothing but the truth when I say it is profitable, it is good, it's expedient, advantageous for you that I go away. Because if I do not go away, the comforter, the counselor, the helper, the advocate, the intercessor, the scripture, 
the standby will not come to you into a close fellowship with you. But Jesus said, if I go away, I will send him to you to be in close fellowship with you. I'm going to send him. And he is going to be a comforter, a counselor, a helper, an advocate, an intercessor, a scripture, a standby for you. So Jesus is saying, it is best for me to leave. No matter how good you think it is for me being here, he said, it's best for me to leave. In the same John 16, 17, in the voice version, it says this, but the truth is that my departure will be a gift. Me leaving will be a gift to you. Why did he say that? That will serve you well, because if I don't leave, the great helper will not come to aid you. Then Jesus went on to finish, when I leave, I will send them to you. That great helper, a gift. In Acts 1, 18 in the Amplified, it says, but you who are born again believers shall receive power. And that power is the ability, the efficiency, and the might when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you shall be my witness in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria. And not only those places, and to the ends, the very bonds of the earth. He says, when the Holy Spirit comes in you, resides in you, never leave you, you're going to be my witness. You're not just going to receive the Holy Spirit and do nothing. You're going to be my witness to spread the gospel throughout the world as my disciples. And then lastly, in Romans 8, 11, in the Amplified, it says, And if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, each one of you, and He will raise up, He who raised up Jesus Christ from the dead will also restore to life your mortal, short-lived, perishable body through his spirit who dwells in you. Here, Jesus is saying that we who are born again, baptized, have the Holy Spirit, have the exact same power that he has. But that power is mainly there for us to use to do what? Spread the gospel. Not to keep to ourselves. Not just to keep into at our church, in our home, in our family. It is to spread the gospel throughout the world. So my question today is, what are you doing with the power 
What are you doing with the power that's been given to you? Because as Bishop said, said last night, it's nothing worse than a born-again believer, a Christian, who doesn't, who doesn't know how to use their power. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. What a wonderful word. What a wonderful word. We have been called to live empowered lives. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Father, for your power working through us. We're ready for you, Minister Sharon. Saints, let's stand together in agreement and believe as she prays. Sister Sharon, we're ready. Thank you. We do not receive any prayer requests or praise reports. Heavenly Father, help us to understand the incredible greatness of your Holy Spirit's power for us who believe you. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead. Bless us, Lord, to embrace this enormous power which is living and breathing in us. Thank you for providing love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance, which are the fruit of the Spirit. May we prosper and be a blessing to you and your kingdom and faith, hope, and good works by the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen, amen. There's such a, a sweetness of the Spirit of God's presence on the call, and we just want to say thank you, Father. We acknowledge, we acknowledge that. Thank you, Minister Shannon. Thank you so much. And saints, because we've agreed as touching, we know that what Sister Sharon has prayed, it shall be granted. Thank you again. We want to quickly swing back to you, Minister John. Do you have anything else that you'd like to share with us? Yes, ma'am. In conclusion, when we look at Matthew 28, 18 through 20, and I'm looking at the CEB, it says here, I have been given all authority in heaven and earth. This is Jesus speaking. Then he told us, now listen to this, we have the power that he has via the Holy Spirit. Here's what he told us. We have been commissioned. Go to the people of all nations. Make them my disciples. Baptize them in the name of the Father the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach them to do everything I have told you, and I will be with you always, even until the end of the world. We have a commission. Don't let your power be stale, stagnant. Use it, because you've been commanded to do so. Amen. 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 Thank you, Minister John. Uh, We have a couple of announcements before we conclude the call this morning. Please remember to send in your prayer requests. Send them in to www.newdestiny.align. From the homepage, click Connect. Then scroll down to Ministries, enter your prayer request, 
We love to pray. We have been called to pray, and we will pray without ceasing. Remember, Corporate Prayer will be held at the Pittsburgh campus this Saturday at 7 a.m. It's the first Saturday of June. You don't want to miss out. Please come out and join us for Corporate Prayer. On behalf of Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian, Minister John, Minister Sharon, Sister Tamika, and our entire New Destiny family, we say thank you. And we invite you to invite others to the prayer call. 5 a.m. on Wednesday and Thursday mornings. Let's go before Father God again on the line, but never shall we depart from his presence before we end this call. Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you, God, that you have given us the power and the authority to live empowered lives by the power of your Holy Spirit. Father, I thank you that our footsteps are ordered of you. Help us, Father. Help us to walk willingly and obedient to what you have called us to do. Father, may each one walk in the fullness of the power of your Holy Ghost. May each one of your children speak your word, live your word, breathe your word in Jesus' name with the complete authority, speaking with the complete authority that you've given. And Father, I pray, dear God, that you help all the areas of unbelief in your people. Father, strengthen them, I pray. Strengthen us, I pray. You said your grace is sufficient for thee. You said your strength is made perfect in weakness. So, Father, perfect your strength in us, I pray. Thank you, God. Bless your people, Father. Bless them, I pray. In the name of Jesus, knowing that what you have said, Father, will surely come to pass because you cannot lie. And we trust in you. Father, I pray that you bless their coming and their going. May your favor surround them as like a shield as they yield to your Holy Spirit's authority. In Jesus' name, amen. Sister Tanika, please open the lines for the saints to continue in prayer.